0: Talk, talk to me, WSRadio.com. Welcome to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marcia Collier.
1: Welcome and hello. I am Mark Cohen. She is Marcia Collier, and we are Computer and Technology Radio, where we cover virtually everything in the tech world from social media, computer... Computers, laptops, desktops, everything. So if you have any questions, you can reach us. You can hear us on any of the many streaming services. And uh, today we've got some crazy stories like, uh, wait, is the uh, actual Back to the Future car coming back? Car warranties. i got to do a story about that, right, Marsha? And uh, solar. So uh, how are you?
0: I'm doing good. Same, same days, different thing. They're still working on my house, so, you know, the,
1: the COVID
0: yeah. and... It, It's been going on since November, so it's driving me crazy. And uh, supply chain and not having materials, it's really, really a pleasant thing. But watching the Super Bowl and the Olympics were really great. We'll talk a little bit later in the show about uh, shows you can watch the events on the olympics because i'm really jazzed that the jamaican ja- bobsled team qualified <laughs> okay they qualified oh, that's last so funny. but they could the four-man blobs bobsled team will be on and we'll talk about when and where and how you can watch it
1: fun what was that movie cool runnings was that the name of that money now, that cool movie?
0: runnings yeah that was the movie that was inspired by the jamaican bobsled team right. and the guy right. who uh, the movie was centered around, is still active in the Jamaican Olympic.
1: Wow, uh, that's yeah, cool. He's that still, was a long time ago. Yeah,
0: and he's still uh, into it, and I tweet to them on Twitter, and I still have my Jamaican bobsled cowbell for, gosh, I, I don't remember what Olympics that was from. Uh, so, yeah, I've been following them. It's a big thing. And the Super Bowl was great. The Super Bowl was highly entertaining, and SoFi Stadium was exquisite wasn't it
1: it's beautiful oh it's beautiful it's absolutely beautiful it was an overall great day i thought the game frankly for the first three quarters was a bit on the boring side but that last uh, the fourth quarter of the game just made up for the whole thing and it was a lot of fun and yay to los angeles since that's where we're broadcasting from uh to the rams first first la rams championship
0: they did a nice job they did but i watched it for the ads because I love the ads in the Super Bowl because it always brings out the most creative and most different of things. Yep. So, yeah, that was interesting. And, you know, the one you were, you were talking about was the Coinbase one. That scared yeah. a lot of people, by the way. And uh, you had some information about it.
1: Well, you know, it's funny. I am normally very, very good about security and not clicking on things and not doing anything. And I have to confess, I looked at it on the screen and said, What the hell is that? So I, I put my smartphone up against it and I figured out, you, you didn't, know, it, you didn't. I oh, did. I, I did. Okay. I absolutely did. And I don't think it's an issue. You know, my, my first thought was, okay, this is on the freaking Super Bowl. So they had to have done their due diligence. Yes, except not...
0: for the fact the ad just looked like it was inserted in there by a hacker, which it was supposed it to look like. Yes. It did. And s- scanning it from all the security people that were online at the moment was possibly the most dangerous thing you could have done, but you know, but it's just your own. Right. So
1: it I, was, yeah, I was just dumb and I, and I thought, Oh, just for fun, I would do it. And, uh, I, you know, hopefully I, uh, everybody that did that cause there were a lot of people, you know, won't have any repercussions cause Coinbase is a legitimate company, but apparently you just clicked on the thing and it yeah, took you to, but you didn't night. know it apparently. was
0: Coinbase till it was the end. I did that not. Was, that, You're right.
1: You're, you're just correct. Scanned
0: I it. You, you can't I do absolutely, this, Mark. <laughs> I
1: absolutely violated my own rule of never doing that, and I don't just got click on up.
0: anything you don't know. Right? You're correct. the one who exactly. always says that, right?
1: Uh, you're absolutely right. So uh, that was dumb on my part, but apparently it is a legitimate commercial and it is a legitimate company coinbase so when you clicked on it it took you to a site that said hey sign up for we'll give you something free i think sign up for uh, coinbase and that's how you do it now i did not do that i went okay now never mind oh yeah you could have received 15 bucks in bitcoin or maybe Woo-hoo. get a chance to win three you know you might have won three million in prizes so i sacrificed my three million dollar potential winning for not going any further with the ad but i gotta say on their part it was pretty clever because but people see, are like what is the that? one
0: thing if you would have signed up on the website and they would have given you fifteen dollars worth of bitcoin right right then on your taxes you would have had to have clicked the line right. that says you own bitcoin and yeah, exactly the, get on that list get on the, that immediate audit list when they start doing that right that's why i honestly i don't have bitcoin i don't first of all know enough about it i think it's crazy volatile so it's just not something that i'm wildly interested in you know maybe buying yeah a fund or something but yeah i'm not interested but the thing is that uh once you own it you have to put that on your taxes
1: yeah exactly and i and I will tell you something interesting that happened to me yesterday. And, and this is another one. Wait, do I click on this? I got an email from Ticketmaster who I use for my Liker tickets. So if I'm not going to a Liker game, I will sell my tickets sometimes on Ticketmaster. And I got a thing saying, please give us your Social Security number. We need to, re- we need to report this to the IRS. You know, and I'm thought, right, sure. And then like a second later, I actually did sell through Ticketmaster, one of my set of tickets. So if you sell more than $600 worth of tickets in a, exactly. in a year,
0: and that's the same thing on eBay as well. Right. Depending. yes.
1: Yeah. But I've been yeah. doing this for 20 years. I've never seen that before. So of course I went directly to Ticketmaster's site rather than clicking on the link. And sure enough, it's legitimate. Yes, I had to put is. in my social security number and I thought this is really interesting. I've never run across that before. Well, so, now uh, yeah.
0: anybody, uh, anybody, pretty much in the United States that sells online on any of the platforms Etsy, eBay, Poshmark, uh, any of them, and obviously if you sell tickets on Ticketmaster, you have to give your either your social security number or your corporate ID. Right. And so yeah. they know who to send the. Uh, I believe they the send bill. a ten ninety nine k at the end of the year. Right. Evening.
1: Yeah, I, it was a 1099-something. It was not your normal 1099. It was something a no, it's a 1099-K, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that was interesting. All right, so Say This Ain't So. Wordle had two different answers in one day. What's that all about?
0: Wow. If the New York Times could cock up anything, <laughs> this, uh, th- this is it. Wordle, a game people love. A game, uh, you read on the internet how people get up in the morning, they all meet at 8 on a call right, and they play Wordle together to see who can figure it out faster. And I was reading on Twitter and somebody was doing a Wordle in competition with another person and they say, I got the answer and they yell it out and it was a different answer than the other people had. So it seems there's the old Wordle which I am so happy that I downloaded on my computer. I can't tell you. Oh, <laughs> uh, so
1: wait. So the old one lets you. You so wait. The old one lets you play differently than someone signing up now.
0: Well, someone who plays on the New York. You know how hard the New York Times crossword puzzle is, right? I mean, that's been legendary, right? right? So they're turning it into esoteric words that people never heard of. Um, Uh. yeah, they're making it really hard and kind of the fun of Wordle is you really didn't have to think that damn hard. You only have six guesses to guess the, guess the word and uh, the New York times, well, you know, New York times said, well, for example, Wordle 241, the answer was Agora, A-G-O-R-A. What's that mean? Okay. What does it mean? Uh,
1: It's a city. No, that's A G O U R. That's a U R A, right? That's a city right. here. Yeah. No, no I don't I have I no d- idea what it is. Gr-
0: I have no idea, but on February 16th, that was the answer on the New York Times uh, version of G- Wordle. Nobody knows what that is.
1: <laughs> so did you look it up to figure out what it was or you didn't care? No,
0: I I'm so disgusted with it. I may uh, Oh, that's, that's
1: I have sad. it on
0: I know, I have it on a couple of devices and uh, Hopefully, I can still use it. But, you know, if the New York Times is going to snot it up with elitism, because right. really, how many people know what A-G-O-R-A? Just, you know, yeah. message exactly. me on Twitter, that, right? I, I don't
1: know. That, that's dumb. You know, and I have to say, the New York Times crossword is extremely hard. It has taken me at times more than 15 minutes to complete it. <laughs> so, I'm just, you know, uh, <laughs> sure. understand that in jeopardy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, so uh, because we... All love reading privacy notices, and we do that, you know, constantly, word for word. Now Google's got privacy changes again?
0: Yeah, but these are good privacy changes. They're very similar to the ones that Apple has on their phones. Um, Apple's changes to the iOS software was asking users for permission before allowing advertisers to track them. And Google is doing pretty much the same thing. So the company promised though, the changes would not be as disruptive as a similar move by Apple because uh, Apple, you know, just dropped it on everybody and the whole thing. So Google didn't give an exact timeline for the changes, but they're gonna uh, support existing technologies for at least two years. Interesting, uh, you know, Apple's privacy changes could cost Meta $10 Ten billion dollars this year in lost advertising revenue. So I mean, uh, you know, I don't, I don't know anything, and this, all I can say is, if a company is going to be losing ten billion dollars in a year, yeah, maybe they're not going to be as successful in the future as they were in the past.
1: I mean, that <laughs> I, yeah, that's
0: that's a lot of money. And, um, you know, a lot of people want changes in privacy and making it easier. Right. But in the end, Apple gets their data from you. This is just, you know, they don't sell it to anybody. Um, Apple generates most of its uh, revenue from selling devices and Google makes money largely from selling advertising. Right, of course. So, you know, neither one of them are you know into it but i google bringing the privacy initiative is great i think it's wonderful yay google i don't yeah doesn't bother me either way yeah. i'm i'm fine
1: <laughs> you know i i don't know if you notice this what when you know, here in California we've got some, so many strict laws and one of them was that you are have to be allowed to opt out of advertising cookies and things like that if you're a California resident. It may work differently in each of your states. But you don't but yeah, what you I have didn't realize, to opt
0: out, but you don't ha- you don't have to opt out. You have the no, option you don't. Yeah. To, to you have the option to, opt
1: to choose. Out. And I have to say, and I don't know if the FTC or somebody made them change this, but I have to say, when I first started looking to opt out, I couldn't figure out which way to toggle the switch. They made it very difficult. They didn't say they on do. or off. Yeah, well, and, it's a little easier. I found. Yeah, I mean, I was well, going to say yeah. that, that now it's a little more obvious the way that it's on or off. But but yeah, that was the way it, that it took they got websites
0: you to... a while to to get going on what they were supposed to do. But to tell you the right. truth, I. Th- Honestly, think on certain websites, if you say don't, you know, don't uh, sell my private information or whatever it is, uh, then all of a sudden you get a paywall. You know, like if if I'm reading an article in the North Carolina Raleigh News or something, right? All of a sudden, it'll say, eh, "This is your second of three <laughs> articles you've read,"
1: which right, I didn't exactly. have on
0: the screen before. So you know don't care i do it on sites where i would care or i just close the window when it po- yeah i just close the entire window and i don't need that website you
1: know, right I just, exactly yeah
0: they play games like that yeah. just just to get you
1: <laughs> yes they do okay so where so if you should i put of... my
0: alexa uh, excuse me well yeah me, my I... amazon echo where should i put it because i heard there's special places well, you're supposed to
1: yeah I mean the first place well here's the first place you shouldn't put it you shouldn't put it near a toilet okay why well there's lots of germs around your toilet let's face it I don't know if you're one of those that when you've gone to the bathroom and they tell you uh, to close the the top of the toilet before you flush because stuff comes out of the toilet so the first thing that you should do is avoid putting it near your toilet Uh, uh, second reason for not doing that is I guarantee you if it's right next to your toilet, somehow you're going to dump it right into the toilet. You're going to be washing your hands, and you're going to hit the thing, and it's going to fall in your toilet. So keep it away from your toilet. That's Well, that's first, a uh, just it to
0: was. anybody who would put their Alexa near a toilet, really? <laughs> really? You think that's a good place for it when it's listening all well, the time?
1: Oh, well, yeah, that's, well, what are they going to listen to uh. while you're on the toilet? I mean, yeah. Uh, but I, I mean, I will say that, you know, a lot of people, including <laughs> myself, if you're going to have an extended stay in the bathroom, take your phones in there and play games or read news stories or whatever. So I guess it's kind of akin to that where now you want to talk to somebody, you can talk to, you know, Echo while you're on the <laughs> toilet, I guess. So that's one. Uh, don't put it next to a sink. Same Why? reason Again, you don't
0: spray water, yeah, blah blah blah. Thing. Okay. Exactly next exactly
1: right. Next, don't put Alexa near a window. You want to keep uh the location could if you have it next to a window, you may have outside access. People on the outside could have access to your echo. They could access your other smart home devices and maybe unlock your front door or unlock your car or do those other things. So uh that tells you how intrusive that echo can be. Uh, also don't put, um, echo underneath your television set. And this has happened to me in the most case, they try, you know, they've fixed the, the ability to, to, you know, activate it, but sometimes you say a certain word and it keys your device to start talking to you and it kicks on the record mode, if it kicks on the record mode, then that basically means somebody's listening to you. So you want to be very careful. So the place well, you want to put your Well, my Alexa
0: is in the kitchen. Okay, it's okay. on the kitchen counter, but it still picks up from two rooms away.
1: The oh, TV, yeah, it does.
0: It, it's ridiculous, and it starts yapping away. And we look at each other and say, "What is this?" Yeah. And don't Alexa's you think it's interesting? Always listening.
1: Well, don't you think it's interesting that the mic is much better than the speaker? Do you wonder why that is? Because there's yeah. oftentimes I'll listen to the you know to the dot, and their speaker is not very good. But suddenly, from three blocks away, the microphone works great. It makes you wonder why that is. That's a little surprising. So uh, keep it in your living room away from windows, a place where it's visible so you can see the light ring turn on. You could keep it on your bedside table if you are someone that doesn't mind it recording what you're doing in bed. Well, uh, if you don't mind what's counter-
0: doing in your toilet, why would you yeah, Well, <laughs> that's true. Yeah, that's true.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're absolutely right. Uh, keep it on your uh Kitchen counter, wiki bars on a kitchen counter, but away from the sink, and yeah, you know, like too. on a, ma- a, ma- a mantle or a shelf, or even mounted on a wall that's not facing a window. So, if you got one, and they're great devices, and I've said this before my wife, who is the least tech oriented person in the planet, doesn't have an email address, doesn't use a computer, I got her the Google, okay, Google, and she loves it. She uses it 20 times a day. So a lot of people. Yeah, I use the like
0: Go- I use the Google one, and we're going to talk a little bit about Google Assistant because that's what runs on the Google device. Right. in a minute, but um, I love it. And you know, we have a question; we ask it. Kurt will asks Siri Kurt, when we'll ask Google, and we'll compare the answers. It's a lot of fun. <laughs> you ought to yeah. do that with yeah, your they, wife they when, are. when you come up yeah. with questions.
1: It's really really funny, and I will say that the Google speaker is way better way better oh, yeah. than the amazon you know oh, which yeah. is really interesting yeah so uh okay you found some information about uh tesla solar panel panels
0: well basically and no offense mark because i know you're all solar but solar yep. is very expensive and even with the allowances that were given to people you right. know to put solar up on their houses they are finding that it's expensive and the payments are expensive and a lot of people are not getting the electricity savings that they thought they were going to get you know they were told a lot of people were told oh it's going to balance out it's practically going to cost you nothing yeah and that doesn't seem to be the case what's interesting is it seems tesla solar panels are uh, superior and interesting Sunrun. Uh had about 14% of market share. But Tesla has 76% of the market share. Which yeah, is kind of time. that's a lot. And all the different installations, they have different sizes of the solar panels. They have better looking solar panels. I'll hand them that. Yep. Um also their warranty says the panels are guaranteed to work at eighty percent capacity for twenty five years or they will replace them and we talked uh, we talked about some of the other ones out there and how you can get hot spots on your solar panel that will stop working Um, although the article I read said that other companies have that warranty people I've spoken to don't have that warranty (laughs) there's no yeah yeah
1: yeah I I think my warranty was 10 years and now I'm 12 years into this so yeah I don't have that warranty anymore
0: and the Powerwall uh, seems to be very superior Um, you can install Powerwall batteries indoors or outside your house they're about six inches deep two and a half feet wide and four feet tall so that isn't too bad I mean they're not big and giant um, I think we're in the infancy and this is fabulous that, you know, we, we're going to get solar, but again, I'm not a beta tester and I'm not a beta tester at twenty, thirty thousand dollars <laughs> 30000 cost, you know, yeah, I might right. be a beta tester for a little less, but yeah, I, yeah, I think I'll, I'll go to solar when it's on the second version.
1: Well, I will say that you know after 12 years, my solar is still producing at the same level it was producing when I got it, so that's good. It does save us money. I wouldn't say I save a fortune and I still have an electric bill every month, but my electric bill during the summer might have been $1,500, and now it's like 600 so it definitely saved money during that period of time. So, you know, it's for us, it's worked out fine. Well, Mark, uh, your
0: average human being in the United States, if they got a $1,500 electrical bill, they'd slice their throats.
1: Well, it's they, true. I
0: mean, you are lucky that you, you know, make enough money that you could pay for it, but that's a lot of money. It was ridiculous.
1: That's- it was. It was a shock to me every time I opened up during the summertime because it was, and of course, they keep raising electric costs, and we have Edison, Southern California Edison, one of the worst companies on the planet, and they keep raising their rates. You know, so it's a very, very difficult thing to do. Um, so
0: you came across a thing that apps that drain your phone's battery life, and I have to tell you, let us tell us about these apps because I think they're important, but I have started just shutting down all the apps on my phone at night.
1: Yeah, it's I, put, a good, I i you know, think it's a i good just idea. shut
0: them all down when i go to sleep yep. so tell me what are the ones that are really always pumping away
1: well it's the this first one kind of surprises me because i really don't know how many people would keep this open all the time but the top 30 apps that take up most of the memory on your phone the first one is united airlines i go figure that one because that one i just don't understand maybe because if you're using it it's always tracking travel or something the second one is lyft then it goes to uber
0: well i know that uh, uber is always following you around i i actually yeah. i don't even open uber at all <laughs> Unless even when I you're it. using it oh i was well, going to say when you're using yeah, it you open it yeah. when i'm using it as an as a matter of fact i usually delete it if i'm not going to be needing it for months so
1: yeah and yeah, it might be a good idea fitbit is the next one facebook uh, Uber Eats, which I use, I've used a number of times. If you have an American Express card, they give you a $15 Uber Eats credit, which almost makes me get food for virtually the price I would have paid if I had just simply gone and picked it up. You know, it covers whatever the ridiculous fees they have. So, And they have, I will say, they have a very good app. It tracks your food. It tells you when it's going to be at your door. And uh, so that's kind of a nice feature. Uh, PayPal, which most of us use. Microsoft Teams. YouTube. Airbnb, TikTok, LinkedIn. Can I pause?
0: Can I pause here yeah. and just say one thing? A lot of these I do not download the apps. I just don't. There's Facebook you can't use successfully unless you download the app, right? You yeah, can't correct. use Uber without the app. Correct. Um, nor Fitbit. But I just go to my browser for PayPal, YouTube, Airbnb. Yep. Um, I'll be using Airbnb this weekend. You can do it, LinkedIn. LinkedIn is always bugging me to download the app, download the app. No, I'm not going to, because I know how much information it pulls off your phone. Yelp Yelp is another one that's constantly, and that wants to follow you around. So if there is a browser option, honestly, just make it easy on yourself and just go to it on your browser on your phone.
1: Yeah, which is perfectly fine. Uh, The least offensive one in taking up your memory is CNN, which is interesting because there's a lot of news on that. Uh, And another one which you would think would use up a lot is Instagram, not as much as you might have thought. So those are some of the things. If you're using those apps, those are things that will take your phone, drain your uh, phone battery, and also use a lot of memory up. Uh, And apparently the... uh, You'll you find that a lot in these apps, so if you don't want to drain your battery quickly, battery issues are not as bad as they used to be. I will say with the new iPhone, which came out this year, they greatly increased the battery. I think your Android phones have always had better battery than iPhones. Yeah,
0: the interesting thing is it's a matter of privacy too. Um, and I I know on Android, and I'm sure there's something similar on Apple, that if you don't use an app for a while, Google takes away its permissions on your phone.
1: Oh, that's it. So I haven't in, run across that before.
0: Yeah, on on Android, Google will take if you haven't used an app, let's say, in two months. Right. It takes away all the permissions until you use it again.
1: Oh, interesting. That's a good so idea. I I uh,
0: like that feature.
1: Yeah. Because a great these idea.
0: apps can wake up and start pulling data. You know, we don't know about all of them, and honestly, I don't trust a lot of them. <laughs> so there no, you go.
1: I agree. I totally agree. I I, you know, you everything. and I have both. Yeah, no, it's, and I do the same thing. Uh, although sometimes I forget and I realize I've got like 25 uh, apps open at the same time and I've forgotten to close them out. But no, good idea. Uh, so you and I for years have tested Samsung devices, uh, Samsung tablets and such. And, always, and I've always been impressed, even though I use an iPad, I've always been impressed. So they have a new uh, Galaxy tablet out.
0: Well, the new Galaxy tablets are supposed to be fabulous. They are supposed to be incredible. The Galaxy Tab S8 lineup was available for pre-order last week after a big announcement. And by the way, they have another announcement coming at uh, Mobile World Congress. So that'll be interesting. Uh, They are selling so well that they actually had to stop sales. (laughs) Yeah, that's crazy. no, No more. They sold out in a week and that's insane um looking at the specs on the tablet i was in there digging around on them the ultra model it is legitimately because my husband has the ipad pro i'm sure you do yeah um, i do seriously a great machine for what it is it has right. some great options um but it's huge. I don't want a huge tablet, which is kind of interesting. You know, I go against the the grain here. And from what I understand, hopefully uh, Google will be making a Pixel tablet that would be huge. But yeah. my little little tablet is is starting to you know fade into the into the yeah. world, and I'm looking for a new small tablet. And I went to in case anybody needs to know this GSMArena.com. You can go to that site and compare head to head any devices that you want. Nice, you know. Let's, which is really good. You know, you can buy model number and everything. So the first thing I did was put in the model number of the tablet that I love, and that I've been using, and then I started loading up all the new tablets. Do you know? And I'll admit, it's a Huawei Media Pad M3 with Harman Kardon speakers. Nice from t- from 2016. Great tablet, great display, and there isn't one that has as good a display—you know, number of pixels—as right. I have as I have on my twenty sixteen tablet. What is that yeah, all that's about? Funny. That's, yeah, that's insane. Strange. Not one. So um, when I go, uh, I'll be going to the other side of the pond uh, next week, so I won't be here for the show, and uh, I am going to take a look at what they have for sale over there. But it's it's all yeah, the same it thing. It, yeah, it, but it's all the same that well, Huawei doesn't use Android anymore. Um, our right. government even cut them off from using Android. So
1: <laughs> yeah, whatever. Just make sure that the electrical make sure that the electrical plug is a uS.-based electrical plug. Well, uh, what's
0: interesting is all uh, tech devices, laptops, tablets, and phones go either way with the different, uh, like the English or the, yeah. So they all, you don't have to worry and you don't get a block anymore, a charging block. You have to buy them anyway. So it doesn't make any difference. An international phone is generally a better phone because it accepts more, more various SIM SIM cards and it isn't locked into any one provider.
1: No, exactly. Good. Hey, so our, our next story, I know it's vitally important. Because yeah, we need I, to get
0: this news out. This is important. Yeah,
1: this is important because <laughs> I have, frankly, I know it's got to be important because I get a phone call three times a day asking me if I want to extend my vehicle protection warranty. So did you, are we uh, needing to do that or what?
0: The official news from the FTC is that robocalling Uh, Extended car warranty company is a scam. (laughs) The company, no, wait, no, yes, the company American Vehicle Protection, with their scam, has made more than six million dollars in four years by robocalling people, insane, getting people, insane. uh, They they sell these extended warranties. Are you ready? From $2,800 Two thousand eight hundred dollars to three thousand four hundred dollars. Right, that's a lot of money. The please, people, this—they're not going to be doing this to you. Susie from the vehicle service department um, is somebody you need to hang up on.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it's never an actual person that calls; it's a yeah. recording, and it's you know says push one if you want to talk to one of our specialists or something like that. So, yeah, this is a scam that's been going on for years.
0: Yeah, and I know just too many people have really been taken by this. So if you know anybody, warn them, because this is a dangerous practice, and you never know who's at the other end of the line. Never give your credit card information or any information out from a text, a robocall, anything like that. Agreed, Mark?
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Um all right so you found a way of speeding up Google assistant uh, yeah. how does that work
0: well I've noticed that Google assistant like you know you have the Google hub as well and that's where I use right. Google assistant because that's the main place Um that attaches to Google house which or Google home app which a lot of people may or may not have on the phone But if you have other smart devices in your house, when you say, I got to hold my phone quiet here. Hey, Google. If I say that in the bedroom when I walk in because I want to turn on the lights, like my phone answers, all different (laughs) devices start answering. Unlock me so I can do that. You know, Um, when I'm trying to listen to a song and identify the music. Yeah, I end up having a problem because it's kind of slow picking it up. So if you download the Google Home app, if you don't have it on your phone, and if you do have it, it might have appeared there automatically during an update, go to the assistant settings, scroll down and select devices to see what's currently linked to your Google assistant account. So the point is, if you're not using it, a call will go to that device when you say the keywords, right? So just... Disengage those, remove unused assistant devices because your phone will hold in all the different ones. These live in your Google account. They don't live in your phone. So let's say like I had a Pixel 3 XL. I might've used it in there. It would be an unused assistant device. So just click the check boxes and remove it. And all of a sudden the Google device will not be notified and things will move along a whole lot quicker
1: yeah there you go okay good well good to know good information Um, we were going to talk next about some crazy stuff going on with cars right now the GMC is bringing out a new Hummer it's an electric vehicle uh, the interesting part about the electric vehicle. Now, most cars, and I'm trying to remember, weigh three to five thousand pounds. I think that's a fair average of what a what a regular car weighs. This new Hummer weighs nine thousand sixty-three pounds. <laughs> nine thousand pounds. It's like driving a eighteen-wheeler. Uh, a, a the, car, the GM unveiled GMC unveiled their first-of-its-kind Hummer EV Edition more than a year ago. Uh, it's supposed to have a 350-mile driving range and an 800-volt DC battery. What they didn't tell you was how much the damn thing weighs. The battery alone weighs 2,923 pounds.
0: You know, that's an interesting thing, because the batteries in a lot of these cars that we don't think about right way uh, way an awful lot of all yeah. the electric vehicles and that's part of the problem of tra- trying to recycle them you know well, how do yeah. you move them yeah
1: well the funny part about it is i mean i don't know what happens when you have to replace that battery or you know you never quite get an answer on what is it right cost they never to replace answer that part, right? they never tell you that but the car is Despite the weight of the car, it goes 0 to 60 in 3 seconds, which is extraordinarily fast. I mean, we're talking Ferrari speed Right, that's crazy
0: fast, yeah.
1: Yeah, it's got a drive mode control, an infinity roof, removable sky panels, a giant infotainment system. It's gorgeous.
0: It's absolutely gorgeous. I've looked at pictures of it, and it just, it's stunning. It really is. It's
1: a really nice-looking car.
0: I don't don't really need it. it. It looks especially cute in its um, convertible mode where there's no roof. Yeah, <laughs> it really right. looks cute,
1: but you how can a car right. that
0: weighs 9,000 miles be cute?
1: <laughs> 9,000 pounds. Yeah. No, it, <laughs> and I agree with you. You know, I have to say when the Hummer first came out, it was kind of, anybody that had one, I almost laughed at. I said, you know, you driving an army truck. I mean, who, who I, totally, are you trying I totally to prove would have bought you, one
0: if I had a reason to, I would you? Totally <laughs> oh yeah. I totally would have. I wanted one so bad. And there were a few years yeah, that I was exactly. considering getting a used one because there's, uh, yeah. I think they're incredibly cool, and Arnold drives one, so there you go. Oh if yeah, it's good enough yeah. for Arnold. All
1: right. <laughs> yeah. Now here's one in the in the category of who the hell cares? Alpha Romeo is building NFTs into their latest hybrid car. Why? Yeah. No, the,
0: I I don't know.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I want to know why, Marcia.
0: I mean, it's interesting. Um, The cars NFT will be able to generate a certificate from records of its maintenance data, but only for service done by certified dealers. Now, you know, there's a problem with, you know, if one buys, and a lot of people buy certified pre-owned cars. Right. It's still only certified if uh, they're not gonna know about any accident unless it was filed into the registry. They're not gonna know about all the data. So yes, this uses the blockchain to have much more accurate information about used cars, but also realize that it will only show service done by certified dealers. And oops, sorry, right to repair. (laughs) Yeah, you won't exactly. be able to take your car to somewhere else to have it
1: fixed. Yeah, so that's that's sad. unfortunate. Oh well. All right. So the next one, I'm I, minor excitement about this, although I doubt that I would actually buy it. But the Delorean is coming back as a futuristic Texas-made electric car. Now, you all remember DeLorean from Back to the Future. It was a very cool car, had a very storied past. Uh, John DeLorean, who created the car, did a lot of things that he shouldn't have done. Uh, He was married to a famous TV anchor. Who's, Are you kidding? Uh, they didn't I, have
0: bitcoins and influencers. A little blow is something that he needed to do to finance the company.
1: Is that? <laughs> oh, did. is that what it was? Yeah. yeah, I, can't, I, yeah. I don't remember Absolutely. what he did. but uh, yeah. Well, apparently, you know, in 2016, Wynn announced that it would start pr- building all new versions of the coupe under the provisions of a newly passed Low Volume Vehicle Manufacturers Act. Which allows small automakers to build a limited number of replicas without having to meet all the you know, the safety standards. So they've released a commercial. We have no information whatsoever about this. We don't know what it's gonna cost. I'm not sure when it's actually coming out. There's a limited edition, so you know, I mean it could be twelve grand, it could be two hundred thousand dollars. But it's a pretty cool idea. You know, yeah, it uh,
0: is a cool idea and it's an electric vehicle. Uh, it's a luxury car, you know, that's yep we know that it's a beautiful car so back to the future this is the future hopefully we'll see the new car
1: yeah i'm not sure if this is a completely remade or if they took now i know they're using the original uh, uh parts for the car but i think and they're restoring older cars but i don't know if they're building these from scratch or they're taking old deLoreans and then rebuilding them um but it's pretty cool nonetheless and it and i believe it comes with for extra money a flux capacitor so you can take that car and... and you know, Yeah, I, and, I,
0: I, somehow, I folks, I double-check if you're looking for that flux capacitor. Ask before you buy the car. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
1: Well, yeah. you can pick one of those up on eBay, can't you, in case you can't get it? Yeah, I think you can. Um, okay, Olympics. You've been, adam, uh, adam, what's the word I'm looking for? Verociously uh, looking at the Olympics, which I have not. Uh, but you okay. can watch voraciously. yeah, that's what I was looking for. Thank you. Uh, yeah, so I'm I'm totally into stream? it
0: and I love it. Um I mean all those people skating around, jumping around, snowboarding, it's uh, the gossip, the drugs, the, everything that happened. It's all been nice. fascinating and wonderful. Yeah, I mean countries disqualified for things, but there's something fun about the Winter Olympics. That that just you right. can't you just can't uh you can't miss it and according to the schedule that I'm looking at, and this is the problem with NBC covering the Olympics. They have some on Peacock. They have some on NBCOlympics.com. They have some on the NBC network. They have some on the USA network. So it's really kind of hard to find out what you're doing. Curling has gotten a whole ton of fans on, on social media. People are loving it. The bi- biathlon, which is going to be uh, on day 14 of the Olympics, was amazing. We enjoyed that. It's amazing! It's great to see all these young people working so hard to really win medals. And good luck in finding your special event. But I will you t- will tell you that the four man bobsled.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's your favorite be, event. Will
0: be Friday night. So on NBC. I-
1: I'm sure I'm going to offend three people when I say curling is the dumbest thing I've ever seen. I'm sorry. It's the only
0: sport you can do when you're drunk. What are you talking about?
1: <laughs> yeah, well, there you go. Yeah, you're absolutely right. You can succeed
0: right. at curling if you've had plenty of beers. You can then, well, still be a champion. There's a plus. Right?
1: Yeah, that so, is.
0: But that's, you know, And the short pipe and, and the crazy skiing and the trick skiing. And they have a new thing called a rhythm dance in skating. Which the okay. ice dance, rhythm dance, it's it's wonderful. I like it so much better than people running around in shorts in the Summer Olympics.
1: There you go, and I'm and I'm like I said because I uh, I ran track and field when I was a kid, so that's I think why I like the Summer Olympics. Oh, much there more. you go. So yeah, uh, all right. So this is interesting. There's you, we were talking about the sh- TV shows that are coming out, that are coming back, and I have to say, and you can talk about them, that it made me. We were talking about. Um, let's see, Space Force, which we I think you and I both enjoyed. And it reminded me of the Orville. And I went, whatever happened to the Orville? Well, apparently that's coming back. So what did you find?
0: Well, hasn't the Orville been on Hulu or something like no. that?
1: No. It's been gone for three years. It's coming really? back in March. Yeah, it's be really? back in March. Yeah. That's, yeah, hard to believe, isn't well, it? And I think it's on Hulu when it comes know. back.
0: Yeah, That's great to know because I love that show. It was me so too. much fun. Me too. But you know Norm Macdonald won't be there. Now wasn't Norm yeah. Macdonald on it?
1: Wait. Or no, wait,
0: Norm Macdonald was on another spoof show.
1: <laughs> uh, you know Norm I don't McDonald remember. Macdonald
0: played a blob character.
1: Oh, in, well uh, that was yeah. If I, if that but, was Norman Donald, you're right, then that would have been um It
0: was kind of a show. little blob character. It looked like a, yeah. a, a jelly guy.
1: <laughs> yeah, that could have been. Yeah, that absolutely yeah. could have been.
0: Well, it's um, going to be sad so, cuz he won't be in it. So that kind of breaks my heart. But the fact that Mrs. Maisel is finally coming back.
1: Yeah, that's coming back. I mean, yeah, yeah.
0: I love that show. So many people do, and that'll be on Amazon Prime on February 18th. I don't think I'll binge it before I go. I think I'll wait and watch the whole thing when I get back. You know, like just take a day off or something. Right,
1: exactly. Cause yeah. It, cause
0: it's I mean, so the other good. one
1: that you and I think... Th- I think you like Space Force, didn't you? Because I, mm-hmm. I thoroughly enjoyed Space Force. Took a little bit to get into it. Uh, it wasn't all that funny at the beginning, but I, I, I kind of got into it. And uh, Steve Carell, being the uh, star of that show, that was pretty good. Um, how about Dollface? I, Did you watch Dollface? Nope,
0: nope, 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 nope. Yeah. I don't. I, I don't I watch it. a lot of TV. I just don't. So.
1: Yeah, I know. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I couldn't, I could not get into it. I did watch with my wife. It's one of those shows that she likes called sweet Magnolias. And that has just come back for its season two. And it's a very, you know, it's a, one of those friendly kind of Hallmark movie, uh, series and it's fun and it's, you know, it's nice to watch space forcibly back. Let's see, what is the date? February 18th. So that's coming back very soon. And, um, otherwise have you been watching anything else?
0: Nope, just watching the Olympics, you know, because I like the Olympics. What can I say? <laughs> and there's no i only yeah, watch an go. hour or so oh, t- every week. So, I mean, every night. So you know, there's not a whole lot of time. I like to watch news and occasionally Jeopardy. I'm boring. What can I say? What can I say? There's yeah, always Star there Trek. Go. I'll I give love you Star Trek.
1: Well, yeah, that's great. I'll give you one show to watch, and then I think we'll wrap it up for the uh, for the rest of the day. But uh, there is one show calling uh, "Killing," no, 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 uh, "Inventing Anna." And it's a crazy true story about a uh, young girl in her 20s who fooled everybody in the world about she was a rich heiress. she had lots of money, and it's uh, about eight, that's a eight true or nine story. episodes.
0: But that's a true yeah. story, too. Yeah,
1: It is a true story. Fascinating show. And that's it for us, everybody. Uh, we're off next week, so have a good week. Enjoy, and uh, have a good one.
0: This is Marsha Collier and Mark Cohen. We're saying goodbye. And thank you for stopping by our little show. We put it together every week to entertain you. And we've done over, whoa, I can't think how many shows. So please come back next week if you liked it. Tell your friends because we want to have you back. Have a great week. You've been listening to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha
1: Collier. Produced by Brain Food Radio Syndication. Global food for thought.